Hello everyone and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Well today I want you to sit back, relax a little bit, no matter what country, no matter what state, no matter what county, whether city, wherever you are in the world, I'm going to tell you a story. You're not going to believe it, but this is a true story and you will see the, well, the epitome of, in my opinion, foolishness, craziness, but it's proving what P.T. Barnum, the great circus entrepreneur, once said, a sucker is born every minute. Now, I look back and people could say, well, Bill, you just don't understand the world today and, and how the opportunities are there and you have to seize on them and jump in them. And, and I go, yeah, well, it's kind of an opportunity that I don't want to take part in because the reward seems to be very ludicrous. Well, let's get started so you'll see exactly what I mean. The company we're talking about has a few numbers with it. And let's start by setting the stage. We'll set the table with this particular company. And back in 2018, this was a company that was trading around $21 a share. Looked pretty good. And looked like things were, well, very, very opportune for it. The market for its product was uh, hadn't been better the product that it was delivering was great people wanted it and it was a worldwide phenomena then all of a sudden COVID-19 hit and as you know it was uh, masks and social distancing and group gatherings and all these different things and it had its impact on this company and so the stock last year got to a low of two dollars and in fact, as things are starting to subside with more and more vaccinations, uh, reduction of the gatherings, kind of states opening up and around the world, things are changing. The stock grew and this year got to a high until recently of $13.93. Okay, it bought it at two. It went to thirteen ninety three. Pretty good trade. As a matter of fact, a great trade. But when you take a look at the numbers, and this is where arguments will begin, you take a look at the profitability. Because the advisor to Donald Trump a few years ago by the name of Larry Kudlow, and of course, if anybody's ever heard my other show, It's All About Money, you know I have a very almost disdain for Larry Kudlow. He was the chief economic advisor to President Trump and not an economist, political scientist who had been basically, well, asked to leave his particular institution. But I don't want to go into depth. That's another show. Irrespective, he once said something that I do agree with, and that is earnings are the mother's milk for stocks. So in this instance, we kind of take a look at the past 12 months. And yes, I know because of COVID, it could be, uh, well, a little shaded. But if you take a look, the gross margin was a negative 42.13%. Its operating margin down 125%. Its pre-tech margin down 364%. Net margin down 369%. Its return on assets, a negative 38%. Return on total capital, a negative 15%, and a return on invested capital, negative 48%. Okay, something you want to invest in? I don't think so. What's the name of the company? It's AMC Entertainment Holdings. 
That's correct. AMC. Now, this is a company, when you take a look at it, they have, in plain English language, they have movie theaters. They are betting that people are going to turn around and resume what they did pre-COVID. We're going to be flooding the movie theaters. We're going to be going back en masse to sit in that theater and with people who may or may not be covered up with masks, but irrespective, it's like the last 12 months never happened. And so that's the bet. We're going back in. But really, is it the bet? I don't think so. I think what the bet was is could the folks at Reddit, the Reddit army, all of a sudden go back in and make this company move? In other words, could the short squeeze be started again? Because this stock has been all over the board. But this stock today traded 14.4 billion shares. Because all of a sudden, this company is newsworthy. 14.4 billion shares traded today. It was the biggest traded stock on the board. It surpassed Tesla by over 100%. That's correct. Now, we're going to take a look at what happened because last week there was kind of the hint and the announcement that there was going to be another stock offering. Previously, in the second quarter, AMC was out looking for and got $658 million in a stock offering. So it's so good, let's do it again. Okay, now follow and stay with me because this is how the day went. Here's what we learned. We learned on the opening, actually pre-opening this morning, that AMC was going to sell 11.55 million shares. That's correct. And the opening, and it would be on a market price, and to raise $587 million. Okay, the price that it opened up was around $57 today. And the offering was going to go off, looked like it was going to go off at around $50.85. Okay, so when you got that, what we learned also in these particular announcements is that not that they were going to sell 11.55 million shares, but um, they already had. Yes, they had accomplished that. And what they did was, if we see, they had already sold 8.5 million shares to Mudrich Capital. Okay, and so that buying was kind of sending the stock even higher, moving up at 50 to 57, and that allowed Mudrich Capital to unload their shares. That's right. They bought it at 5085, maybe a little premium to that, but then on the opening allowing them to get out. Follow and stay with me. If you're a regulator, you got to look at this with kind of a jaundice eye, I think. Okay. So you announce we're going to sell, but in reality you've already sold 8.55 or 8.5 million shares of the 11.5. That means you've got 3 million shares left to sell. Or do you? Okay, or do you? Because Mudrich Capital already sold that particular shares. They got rid of it. And how did they get rid of it? Well, what AMC did, looking to sell the additional $3 million, and I'm sure with 
the Mudrich Capitals, $8.5 million. These guys turned around, and what they did was they hired B. Riley and Citigroup to huckster the shares. That's right. It's right out of the movie Boiler Room. They had their people on the phones peddling this stock retail. Think of the movie Boiler Room where guys are sitting there, and I was in business years ago, where you would see the Boiler Room operations. Guys would be on the phone peddling stock, and if you watch the Wolf of Wall Street movie, you would see stock being peddled for, you know, uh, pennies and dollars and nickels and dimes, whatever. And the guys peddling it were making money. They were making, and in this instance, we're not talking about some boiler room operation, but we're talking about two major players, B. Riley and Citigroup, who are getting 2.5% commission on the sale. Okay, so you're a, you're a retail guy. You deal with clients at B. Riley and clients with Citigroup. Now you're on the phone calling everybody and their brother to unload this AMC. You see, Mudrich Capital had already gotten rid of theirs. Now you have to unload another 3 million shares and pick up your 2.5%. Okay, so what happened to all of the shares in this pricing? Let me give you a timeline. Because when this was sold on the offering, and oh, by the way, later in the day when the CEO of AMC said, um, uh, sell? No, we've already sold. It's done. It's completed. It's all out there. And so what we saw was that Reddit army, probably, you know, the kids with their um, money from Sleepy Joe, and then we've got the, uh, the millennials, the ones who are going to trade and put the squeeze on the shorts. Well, they did, because all of a sudden, we watched that stock move from on the offering, opening at around, uh, let's see, 50-some dollars, when the announcement was that they were going to sell this amount of shares, it plummeted. And it plummeted to $38 a share. At $38 a share, all of a sudden, it became, well, we've already sold that. Then we watched that stock move to all the way from 38 at 2 uh, till 2 a.m., or excuse me, 2 p.m., the stock got to $68.01. That was a $30 move in a very short period of time. Who was driving it? Well, I'd have to say the kids were driving it. The Reddit army was out there driving it. And it closed? Well, it backed off from 2 o'clock. It closed at $52. We were within about $1.15 from the offering price of that stock. You talk about a move. Yeah, like I said, that movement was 14.4 billion shares today. That surpassed Tesla there by 100%. This thing was a flyer. Now, here is kind of the, the coup d'etat, the coup de grace, I should say. Yeah, it's a coup d'etat, right? It's a coup de grace. And that is the CEO comes on. And he is applauding all the people that bought his stock. Let's say you bought it and jumped in there at 68 at 2 p.m. Or 2, yeah, 2 p.m. You're down $16 at the close at 52. And oh, by the way, in after hours, down trading around 48. Even if you had bought it on the close, you're down $4. You see, the problem I have is 
twofold. One, this is something that is simply you're playing a gambling game. Yep, you're trading. Livermore once said an investment is a bad trade, something that went wrong and you just have to hold on to it. In this particular instance, this is not an investment. If you use that word, you should be shot. This is not an investment. This is a pure timing, speculation, crapshoot, whatever you want to call it. If you decide to get involved in this, I think the game is over. I think that they've set up their, now they be may, may be looking for more money. They say, and the CEO says, well, we're trying to raise this money so we can take opportunities. That means we can buy more and more uh, movie theaters. We might be able to buy a chain that's going under. What it reminds me of is somebody saying, you know something? We own about 60% of the Titanic, and we think we'd like to buy a lot more of it. Yeah, maybe we'd like to buy another 20% of the Titanic. Absolutely. If I put it in that context, do you think you'd want to jump on board on that investment? The Titanic, knowing what happened to the Titanic? You see, here's my problem. I know that what's transpired during the pandemic, that is that people are not going back to work in the usual sense. You're finding people and corporations have found they don't need to put a lot of people in one particular area. They can let those people work from home. They can do part-time working in the office. In other words, the entire business structure has changed. Likewise, the entertainment structure has changed. What people learned was that they could stream, they could use their phones, their computers, their TVs, whatever, and entertainment was being produced to stream, produced in a different way for people to enjoy it. I think, in my opinion, is that the movie theater business is very much like the drive-in movie theater business of years ago. I used to, as a kid, love to take with my family. We would go, and then I would take dates later to go to the drive-in movie theater. Okay, But that then went kind of the way of the horse and buggy. Not there anymore. During the pandemic, Walmart was talking about maybe opening a few of their parking lots for drive-in movies. But alas and alack, that's not the wave of the future. One has to look out. And if you don't look out, you'll get caught. And you'll get caught, well, being that last man standing, being, as P.T. Barnum said, that sucker who was born that moment. Yeah, let's buy it at 2 p.m. at $68 a share. Watching it trade at 48 after hours. Gee, I'm only down 20 bucks. But you see, here's the final let's say, the icing on the cake. The CEO said he is so proud of the people out there who have bought his shares that, that participating and seeing the future for AMC, the strength and being a part of it, and what he wants people to do in the retail sector, who's basically the buyers of this stock, is to what he calls self-identify. I'm not really sure what that means other than listening to his uh, email that he put out and his, his uh, statement that he put out that self-identifying allows the AMC corporate holders to know uh, the corporate uh, entity to know who their stockholders are. They should anyway, but this is a kind of a way that they can reward them. Yes, reward them. And he had all through his email this. If you become that stockholder and you self-identify, the next time you go to AMC, we're going to give you a very large free 
big bowl of popcorn. That's right, a container of popcorn free if you self-identify. Let me get this straight. I bought a share of stock today at 2 o'clock at $68, and now it's 48 I just dropped 20 bucks. Let's say I bought 100 shares. I'm a participant. I bought 100 shares. I'm down $20 per share. That's $2,000. I think that's a very expensive bag of popcorn or a container of popcorn or something. But if you want to do that, then by all means, go ahead. And I think you will be then put in the category that P.T. Barnum said, a sucker born every minute. Are you freaking serious? A free container of popcorn? Till next time, I'm Bill Tatro.